Vanity and vanity, says the teacher. Vanity and vanity, all is vanity. I, the teacher, who had king over his grave in Jerusalem, applied my mind to seek to search out by wisdom all that is done under heaven. It is an unhappy business that God has given to human beings to be physically. I saw all the needs that are down in the sun, and see all is vanity and a chasing after wind. I hated all my toil in which I had toiled under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to those who come after me, and who knows whether they will be wise or foolish. They will be master of all for which I toil and use my wisdom under the sun. This also is vanity. So I turned and gave my heart up to despair concerning all the toil of my labors under the sun. Because sometimes one who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave all to be enjoyed by another who did not toil for him. This also is vanity. The great What do mortals get from all the toil and strain with which they toil under the sun, for all their days are full of pain? And their work is a vexation, even at night their minds do not rest. This also is vanity.
Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever is in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways you also once followed when you were living that life. But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. See that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourself with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. The word of the Lord.
said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land for which man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. And then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is And with that, he downed his coffee and 
looked forlornly into the empty cup. A poet was sitting next to him, listening thoughtfully. The poet patted the philosopher compassionately on the shoulder. Said, cheer up, friend. I will give you some wisdom. Let all who have ears to hear, hear me, be they rich or poor, for I will speak from my heart, and I will set my words to music. This poet was sad to have been born too early to collaborate with the great John Williams, for a strong orchestral composition would have aided the poet's message greatly. You see, said the poet, it is only futile for those who put their trust in wealth and other unreliable things. We know we will all die, like the beasts of the earth, but that is only scary for those whose priorities are based on material things, transient things, wealth, and shallow endeavors. So I say, cheer up, friend, for we know that there is more to life than wealth. The poet smiled contentedly into a cup of lukewarm coffee, and he entered his home. <laughs> the third writer at the table was a physician by the name of Luke. Luke likes to retell other people's stories, particularly parables told by his favorite rabbi. Sure, we know that there is more than material wealth, said Luke as he sat back down after visiting the counter for a refill on his dark roast. But not everyone does. My rabbi once told a story about a man who had such a huge harvest that he decided to knock down all of his barns and build bigger barns rather than sharing what he had. He was a quirky guy, this rich man, talks to himself a lot. On the night that he had decided to build bigger barns and was assuring himself of how good this decision was, God showed up and said, You fool! You are going to die this very night with all this unshared excess wealth. And then what? Luke paused to gather his thoughts. My rabbi told this story after a man had come to him asking for help in getting his share of inheritance. I think my rabbi got pretty impatient with people when they fought over money or got preoccupied with wealth or when they hurt and neglected others to protect their own assets. I think he had a point. Life only seems futile when we get all wonky with our priorities and focus more on what money can do for us than on what the resources entrusted to us can do for the greater good. That big harvest could have fed the village all winter, but it never even occurred to that wealthy man to share it. The last writer, a tired-looking old man who called himself the Apostle, sighed deeply. The others looked at him. Yes, Paul, said Luke, is there something you'd like to add to this conversation? Paul sighed deeply again. If you have been raised with Christ, he began, and then seek the things that are from above, you are all so preoccupied with the things around you and the behaviors of the people around you. But not talk of wealth and greed. These problems will fix themselves if we all just prioritize love which means avoiding greed.
pray for your holy Catholic Church. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. I ask your prayers for Joe, Stuart, Bess, Danella, Anne, Cheryl, Rob, Sandra, Alice, the Brosio family, Jeanette, Eileen, Ben, Jane, Bill, Minfong, Jean, Claudia, Colby, John, Birch, Matthew, Steve, Aurelie, Will, Barbara, Jack, Edie, Kirstie, Susie and Ellie, and Edith. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. Give to the departing eternal rest. We pray for those who have died, especially Jamie Griffin, dear friend of Emily Moss. Are there others? We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share your heavenly kingdom. We grieve today with the families and loved ones of all those who were killed in this week's shootings in El Paso, Dayton, Gilroy, California, and South Haven, Mississippi. May God help us all recommit ourselves to the agents of peace. Let us pray for our own needs. Heavenly Father, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of your Son. Accept and fulfill our petitions, we pray, not as we ask in our ignorance, nor as we deserve in our sinfulness but as you know and love us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you
Trust the peace of the Lord be always with you.
stranger and he welcomed me. God, the world is hungry. Bring comfort to those who do not know where their next meal is coming from. Give strength to our food ministries here at Trinity and to all those who bring hope to those who suffer from hunger. Nudge me, nudge each of us, to do our part to provide for others. And with your help, God, we can be united to keep the world. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. God of all power, ruler of the universe, you are worthy of glory and praise. As your command, all things came to be. The vast expanse of interstellar space, galaxies, suns, the planets and their courses and this fragile earth, our island home. From the primal elements you brought forth the human race and blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. You made us the rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust, and we turned against one another. Open our 
your hand at work in the world about us. Deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength, for pardon only and not for renewal. Let the grace of this Holy Communion make us one body, one spirit in Christ, that we may worthily serve the world in his name. Risen Lord, be known to us in the breaking of the bread. Accept these prayers and graces, Father, through Jesus Christ, our great High Priest to whom with you and the Holy Spirit, your Church gives honor, glory, and worship from generation to generation. Amen. Now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Hallelujah, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Hallelujah. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith.
In the name of God, in this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood.